Welcome to Know His Love Stories, where we listen to the voice of the Father through His children. Today's story comes to us from Michael. He's originally from Michigan. He attended Eastern Michigan University, where he double majored in economics and history. He's currently serving as a member of the diocesan missionary team in South Carolina, where they focus on giving retreat ministry in parishes and schools throughout the Diocese of Charleston. This is a Know His Love story. Yeah, so growing up, like, um, I had a very, I don't know, like, Wikipedia knowledge of Jesus and his, and his church. Um, like, I, I knew more than most people did my age. I'd get in, like, arguments at school about, uh, about Catholicism. Um, and... It's kind of funny. So one time, uh, I was a I was a senior in high school, and I was um, kind of I was in this very long discussion with this uh, Protestant girl, and she said to me, it "Goes she she said she said I don't think you have a personal relationship with Jesus," and I was kind of like, "Yeah, I do. I didn't." <laughs> so I would actually say, like most of my life, um, that relationship that relationship didn't really. I don't want to say start because Jesus has always, I think, been working in my life. Um, but yeah, I guess I didn't have that for most of my life. Um, there were there were certainly glimpses um, growing up that I can now look back on. Um, but yeah, uh, and I think I think even now, like I still I still do like have like those like flashes of like of like struggle and dryness um, and doubt. But I think before. It was, I saw Jesus as an idea, um, something I, I, you know, I bought into kind of like how someone might buy into like, you know, like I'm Republican or I'm a Democrat. You know, I, I saw Jesus as, as more of an idea um, rather than a, than a, a personal God. Yeah, I think it was. Um, so when I got to college, um, I came across my, my friend Tyler, who was like a good friend of this day. Um, and he really kind of took me under his wing and like in the sense of, you know, I used, I used to go to bed and I would like try to pray. Like I tried to be like kind of dutiful. I was a bit of a box shucker with my faith. And um, I try to pray in bed before falling asleep. So either I'd fall asleep during prayer or I'd just be like desperately hoping to get, get my prayers done. Like get the Our Father and the Hail Mary and everything else done, the Catholic ABCs <laughs> done, so I can just finally go to bed. And um, it was it was like largely my friend Tyler who was like, pray pray for twenty minutes a day, <laughs> do that every day, and please don't do it in bed. <laughs> like actually set aside legitimate and genuine time for Jesus. Um. Yeah, so it really was through prayer that like that relationship really started developing, which makes sense because like prayer is a relationship with with God. So I wasn't really praying, so I didn't have that relationship with him. So I had I had this uh, moment early in the year because I think my relationship was as it developed was always closer to Jesus, um, like the son as opposed to the father. Um, and um, I had this kind of image just like probably like half a year ago um i was in prayer and um you know there was 
kind of the dryness again. There was kind of like, uh, I, I believe I'd screwed up something too. And it was kind of like, like, why? <laughs> and um, the image that kind of came to me was of, um, of like a father letting his child walk and fall. And if, if the child has like passive think of it at the time, they might also very well just be like, why are you not helping me here? <laughs> why are you not um why you're not holding my hand and guiding me through every every single step and making sure I never fall? Um and it's like the father's answer is from his perspective, from our perspective, it's really quite straightforward. Like we're strengthening you, you we in letting you fall, we are enabling you to walk. Um and that really helped how I saw the father. Um, and that, like, oh, yeah, he, he lets us fall. <laughs> um, he gives us the freedom to, to do what we want. He's given us free will, um, knowing, that, knowing that we're going to fall. Um, but that we can always come back to him um, a little stronger, a little bit more ready than, than before. So this is something, um, in reflecting this question, I uh, realized I think I need to align my heart more with God's because I think Kim and I have different answers here. So, <laughs> so what I love it when it happens, like I love it when I go like to like a retreat or a conference or just something good happens in my life and I am just on that Jesus high. Uh, just like, oh, this is amazing. Almost like really feeling like you're in love. Um and like not and feeling not dissimilar to that like of like romantic love but like you know i love i love those moments um however i think that god most likes to work with me um when i am in humility uh when when i um screw up when i realize i can't do this um because i think i'm someone who whose first instinct is very often to like put it on my own shoulders and then um and often like god has to humble me before i could like really turn to him so it's often like in those times of like of humiliation or even desolation that i think god really works in me uh, a very recent one actually i was um i was on a retreat and we do like small groups in the retreat and there was, uh, you know, and these are this time it's with middle schoolers. And, um, you know, I was, I was just reading the passage of Paul, like, you know, the thorn on the side. And I've, I've heard, I've heard some people uh, speculate that that thorn in the side might be like a person that Paul has just a very hard time loving. And something similar was happening to me. Um, and, and, um, so like just every small group is just is just a slog because it's just like the kid keeps asking like can we do something else this is so boring I don't want to do this anymore and and I, I and I get like to like two thirds of the way through the retreat we have we lead like kind of prayer stations and I I do some journaling during that and I lead them through it and I join them in it um, and it was kind of that I realized like oh God is really calling me to grow in this. Um, and I realized I've gone into the retreat, not centered in on prayer, um, not focusing on him. I, I came in being like, I've done retreats many times before. 
going to just do this one again. Just going to just another one, another check box. Um, and yeah, so and then I think like the last third of the retreat, like there was quite a bit more joy and a, quite a bit more like detachment um, in that for me. So I think um, there's a bit of a heart head disconnection. And maybe in maybe the uh, the opposite way of what people are used to. Whereas um, for me, a lot of a lot of the relationship with with Jesus had to be built after after I utilized my reason. Um, and um, so I I've talked with students before, um, and I, I do have I do have a couple in mind who. They're not going to love God because they don't believe in him and they don't believe in him because they have no, they've never been given any reason to. Um, so first I'd like to, first I'd like to say like, it's not stupid. <laughs> there is very good reason to believe in God. Um, and if the God we believe is real, then he did send a son to die for us. I <laughs> mean, he resurrected for us. And then, but then beyond that, you can't rely on your reason alone. Um, and you need to throw yourself at God's feet. But you like, kind of let your reason enable your faith and really open yourself up to God. Thank you for listening to Michael's story. I would love to share your story as well. Please connect with us on social media or by clicking on the join us link at knowhis.love. Thank you.